I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. In the studio with me are, in alphabetical order, Dr. Donald Becker, the Chair of the Art Department at Delaware State University, and Dr. George Watson, the Dean of the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Delaware. Um, I have Don and George in the studio with me here today to talk about an upcoming event that's going to be uh, hosted at Delaware State University, but represents a collaboration between the Delaware Arts Alliance, Delaware State University, the University of Delaware, and the Delaware Art Education Association. The event coming up is called Arts Lab, taking place on Friday, October 3rd uh, at the Education and Humanities Theater at Delaware State University. Welcome, Don and George. It's great to have you here with us. It's great to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting us. Now, this Arts Lab, it's its a new venture for the Delaware Arts Alliance, and I'm curious as to, um, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful collaboration between the different organizations. Tell us a little bit about that. How did this collaboration come to be? You want to take this? or Either one? <laughs> I'll start a little bit. Uh, okay. This is George. Uh, I've been a member of the board of the Delaware Arts Alliance for about two years, and uh, Guillermina Gonzalez, who's the executive director, uh, was looking for ways to advocate for the arts involving the institutions of higher education in the state. And so she approached uh, Don and me about pulling something together like this that would involve the members of the community and our students and faculty. Yeah, and I think to go along with that, um, besides just the, the, the members of the community, uh, the students, faculty, but also the Delaware Art Education Association, since it has a, a large range of um, arts and humanities uh, teachers throughout the school systems, both public and private, it was a good way to bring everybody together to carry on the conversation that has been going on for the last two years based on the research um, that was done by the state uh, and also um, some uh, other um, uh, talking points that were uh, developed over the past year uh, by the alliance and what they've been doing uh, to try to bring in people from within the state into the communities and, and also to become uh, more uh, not only just advocates but um, members of the arts throughout the, the, the state and, and the region. So I, th I think that it takes on a really great opportunity for all of us to get together and to develop a, a series of uh, major points that we can all talk about and, and bring to the table to develop a way that uh, younger children, uh, young adults, as well as older adults become more uh, active within the uh, arts and humanities throughout the state. Now, the theme of this upcoming Arts Lab uh, is called Standing Room Only, face-to-face -face with the digital divide. Now, uh, a few years back, the National Endowment for the Arts published a study on arts participation. And, and one of the findings of that, which I don't think is any surprise to us, is that there's more and more engagement in the arts through digital media, through the iPods, through the smartphones, and, and, and so on. Um, is that the focus of this arts lab, of, of how audiences are participating, or, or, or what's the theme of the day? How, how, how is that going to take shape? I think that's part of the focus. Um, I think that throughout the course of the day, utilizing digital media as a way to engage the audience, uh, conversations that will be taking place uh, through Twitter, through uh, shared um, aspects of 
digital media along with uh, discussions that are going to be taking place both as a collective but also in smaller groups um, gives us all a chance to find ways to bring these audiences together and to maybe uh, come up with a with a new set of, of criteria as to how these organizations are going to be able to to uh, expand and, and and bring more viewers in and so, and part of it is through digital media throughout you know some of it is through a 24/7 so to speak way to create and develop um, uh, a range of audiences that 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 at this point in time are, are not part of, of um, the discussion. You know, lots of discussions on campus. None of us are immune from the disruptive technologies that come in. We think a lot about how we need to change pedagogical practices in our classrooms to engage students. And the same same certainly is true in the performing arts venue. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the alliance was sort of the spearhead behind this arts lab, but in bringing Dell State in and the University of Delaware in. Um, what are some of the perceived goals that you see for the collaboration as well as goals for your respective institutions and your students? Well, we have a lot in uh, common, the University of Delaware and Delaware State University. And we've been working for, I've been working as dean for five years. We've been working with developing peer-to-peer relationships across the two institutions and looking at ways we can engage our students and faculty members to the benefit of both. Um, and so I'd say even though the Delaware Arts Alliance was the glue that brought this, kind of brought us together, Don, uh, we've, we've been looking for opportunities to participate and partner in meaningful ways. I think that to go along with that, um, especially the art education, the Delaware Art Education Association, there that's where part of this glue takes place because, you know, we do have an art education program. University of Delaware has a well-renowned art program and a lot of their students come down and, and take classes with us and vice versa. So there's this collaboration that has always been there. Uh, this brings everybody together in, in one focal point, so to speak, where you know we, we can then take that into a much more meaningful and I think more personal manner uh, where, where a conversation takes place in a very informal as, uh, environment and it, it's not only just in the classroom, but it, it can carry over into uh, more, more meaningful relationships um, outside of the academic world. Uh, and I think that becomes, a, a, what for me anyways, a, a really great way to continue this collaboration, um, both inside and outside the academic aspects. Yeah, I've been part of the Art Summit that was, was held in uh, Dover Downs, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. And the year before that, there was a summit, what Arts Means Business, I believe was yes. what it was mm-hmm. called. And I was mm-hmm. there. Several faculty members and department chairs were there. And I was struck. What got me involved with the Delaware Arts Alliance was I was struck that the conversation did not seem to identify a role for higher education. And so my working hypothesis since then is that what we do with our students, not just the arts majors at on our campuses, but what our the work that we do to bring all of our students into performing arts venues and visual arts venues will influence their behaviors after graduation. So really we're building the future, uh, you know, audiences for the arts uh, programs in the, in the region. And I, I think this is a perfect opportunity to have a conversation about what we need to do at universities to help support the arts off campus 
than how we can engage the community and the arts programs that are on our campuses. Which really picks up on a, a, a an interesting theme that, that I was sort of mulling in, over in my head, and that is uh, that th- there is the education of the uh, potential artist, be it the visual artist or the performing artist, but there's also that component about developing future audiences. And even for the the students studying art to become an artist or a musician or a theater performer or whatever, there are those who may not ultimately go into that professionally but become those future audiences. And is that part of what this, this uh, arts lab is about? It's, it's not just about, you know, developing the future artist but also creating – which is the supply of the arts, but also how do, how do you, you foster demand for the arts? And that's a great point. Uh, I, th- I think that a lot of the non-majors is is one of our focuses. We, we need to make those students aware of what's going on in the arts and, and have them become the con- consumer, so to speak, but also the benefactors. Um, they're the students that you want to groom to become part of that collaboration. And so I, I think that, you know, besides the students that are going to be there from the arts departments um, and communications departments, humanities, uh, it's, it's, I think it's in our best interest to invite students from other majors um, that are interested in the arts, maybe took an art appreciation class or two. And those are the students that I think that, you know, you want to have part of this conversation. But to go along with that, the conversation also needs to focus on the arts communities, um, the theaters, the, the museums, the galleries, the places that are the focus of, of you know, what this uh, uh, conversation is all about. And they need to be aware of what their new clients are going to be like. You know, the, and they need to be aware of how these students think about the arts and how they want to consume the arts. Um, and I think this is a really good way that we bring both of these diverse, diverse groups together into one environment and have them share with each other what each one expects of the other um, going forward. And uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great day. Um, and uh, there's going to be a lot of different um, uh, events going on, some of them simultaneously. But I think at the end of the day when we have our wrap-up session, that that's something that um, – I think it's going to bring everybody back together and bring them focused on what the day was really all about, but also going forward uh, for future events. And that segues really well into my next question, but let me first remind our listeners, you're tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guests in the studio today are Dr. Donald Becker from the Delaware State University. He is the chair of the art department there, and Dr. George Watson, who is the dean of the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Delaware. Uh, we're talking about the upcoming uh, Arts Lab to be hosted at Delaware State University on October 3rd. And uh, I'd like to get into some details about there, that. What What is the shape of that day going to look like? Um, who is your targeted audience for, you know, for attending this event? And what what could the participant expect to gain from attending? Um, the target audience, there's actually going to be th- at least three different facets of the audience. One is going to be the Delaware Art Education Association members, uh, the teachers throughout the state of Delaware, both uh, public, parochial, and private. Um, that this this whole uh, day is really de- coincides with the the state um, 
uh, education groups, that this is when the school districts actually have an in-service day. So they're all, virtually everybody that I'm aware of um, from the DAEA is going to be there for this event. Um, yeah, another part of this is going to be the arts um, uh, memberships from Del Art Alliance, um, the, the theaters, uh, the museums, the galleries, um, uh, singing groups, etc., that are associated with um, uh, various aspects of the arts throughout in the humanities throughout the state, um, as well as students from both the University of Delaware and Delaware State University, both art students, communication students, um, and even students that I've invited um, that are non-majors uh, that are interested in the arts um, as a as a way to um, expand their um, educational horizons. So, am I missing anybody, George? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to address a little bit what I think the participants will gain. The oh, way great. We, the way great, we've good. structured the program mm-hmm. is, first, we wanted to get a really dynamic thought leader in front of people from outside our community. So, we've invited Lorraine Carey, who's a faculty member, a creative writer at the University of Pennsylvania. And she's a very dynamic speaker. And she'll be talking about some of the issues about the lack of diversity affecting arts participation and the declining attendance among young, young audiences. We, we clearly have a gap when you go to a performance space at the University of Delaware. You find a lot of students in the theater and a lot of people my age in the theater, and there's a big gap. Uh, so we're, we're, we're having a, a discussion around all of the generational elements and trying to find a way to fill that gap with more participants of young adults, millennials, and, mm-hmm. and so on. So we have a number of panels. It's going to be a very interactive day. Nancy Karabjanian, many of you know, she's with Delaware First Media and an adjunct uh, professor of communication at the University of Delaware. She'll be moderating a panel where we'll be bringing different generational representatives for a discussion about how we might expand arts audiences in Delaware. Uh, so I think, and then we'll have some breakout breakout groups and some uh, reporting out and and the uh, day with uh, synthesis of what what we've learned in just those couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's uh, it's it's a very reasonable price. I believe it's a twenty dollar registration fee for the entire day, which includes lunch. Yes, correct. And uh, I think a continental breakfast. Continental breakfast. And yes. for students with an ID card, it's it's free. free. Yes, is that correct? Yes. So it's a great opportunity at a very reasonable cost to to engage with other members of the arts community and the education community to to really look at some some pretty substantive issues about participation, attendance, audience building, uh, and and really the future uh, of the arts. Now, it, it's I think it's great that both institutions, Dell State and University of Delaware, are in, engaged and involved in this process. Um, could you speak to how in in the educating of the undergraduate for creating the arts, there is that discussion in an ongoing uh, way about uh, what they are taking out in their their careers in terms of art creation, art production, art performance? And the role of the artist in sort of engaging, and and what sort of considerations do they have to have in you know engaging new audiences? Uh, and it's a very good question because I think that that's something that has been a very recent discussion within the arts. Um, when I go to the College Art Association conferences, that that has been something that has 
come up in the last maybe last dozen years or so that you know we we train these young artists we we put them through four years of of undergraduate school two and a half to three years of graduate school and then we just send them out and they there's no preparation as to how they engage with the with the audience or how do they engage with any audience and i think that has something that in our best interest as educators we have started to rethink how and what we have to do to develop these young minds to think about that they're not only producing art in various ways, but they also have to engage with an audience. So they have to develop a almost a business sense as to how they are doing this engagement. And I think that in some instances that has happened quite naturally with certain institutions uh, that I that I talk to. Um, some maybe not so much, but it, I think that this gives us a chance to have students rethink about what it is they're, that they're going for four years to an institution, and then all of a sudden, okay, now what do I do? This, I think, gives them an opportunity to really think about what it is that they need to do to develop that that sense of engagement with an audience or, or perpetual engagement that's going on um, because they become part of that that not only the audience but also they become part of the system of of artist performer in the audience that they're trying to bring in so you know I'm, I'm hoping that the students that that go to this um, and attend this conference uh, throughout the day is going to give them a really good sense about what they need to think about and how they need to develop themselves uh, going forward um, to amplify on that point that Don was making earlier, we hope to bring students who are not um, students of the arts as majors, but also bringing a wide range of students who are going to end up in their careers advocating for the arts, mm-hmm. whether it's marketing, public mm-hmm. relations, development offices. Uh, a lot of our liberal arts grads go to end up working in careers involving the arts and arts advocacy, and I think it's important for the students early on to see the role that they can play and what the issues are in the work that they might be doing in the future. And to build on that, I, I know in my position with the Division of the Arts, one of the challenges our arts organizations face continually is finding well-informed uh, and well-intentioned board members that aren't necessarily the artists, but are those who have, you know, background in marketing, fundraising, um, right. public relations, and so on, to, to serve on boards and, and really serve in a capacity uh, in service to the arts. So I, you know, I appreciate the point you're making there, George. Um, before I forget, and before we run out of time, I just want to let our listeners know that to attend the Arts Lab on October 3rd, Friday, October 3rd, from 9.30 to 3 p.m., you can visit the Delaware Arts Alliance website to register for this event at www.delawareartsalliance.org slash events. Uh, and that's where you can <coughs> register and select the lunch, the, the lunch that you want uh, for the day uh, and to uh, uh, be all set up to, to attend that event on Friday, October 3rd. We've got about a minute or so left, and I'd like to, and this is probably too big of a question for the time we have left, but um, given the focus in the pre-college years on on STEM education, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, 
Uh, could you speak to now, George? You sort of have a responsibility with arts Indeed. and sciences over the, the the whole range of the arts and humanities and sciences. Could you speak to uh, what you're seeing in art students coming in? The trend com- uh, of those coming in are 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 they coming in with the background that they had previously uh, in preparation for a, for an undergraduate, you know, arts education? Um. <laughs> Yes and no. It depends upon where the students are coming from, what area of the state and or country um, that I'm I'm, bring, I'm seeing students coming in to the arts. Some of them have a very extensive background um, in the arts because they, they come from um, uh, charter schools or, or feeder schools that, that focus in the arts or STEAM, so mm-hmm. to speak, mm-hmm. where arts is actually part of the STEM uh, and, and is advocated such you know and embraced by that school or school district. Um, and ironically, I have some students that come in that, that have very limited or in one case, one or two cases, hardly any art at all. And yet they want to pursue a degree, um, in, in studio art or arts management or art education. So it's, it's a diverse group of high school students that are coming in, uh, that have a, a full range, um, anything from a completely prepared portfolio all the way to a non-existent portfolio so Mm -hmm. it's you know i I wish i could give you a more definitive answer but that's that's what i'm seeing you Mm -hmm. know both from uh the point of view of a higher education uh advocate but also somebody that that uh that is part of the college board ap program and 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 see that how that plays into students that are being prepared for the arts from high school just to flip the 30, question, 30 seconds. Flip the okay. question very quickly. Yeah. The, Don mentioned STEAM, the arts and STEM. Mm-hmm. Many of our STEM majors come to the University of Delaware because the strength of the arts programs mm-hmm. on campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're always clamoring for seats in our studios, and we work hard to make sure there be students intersecting with the arts in the theater and the concert hall is an important part of their part of their education. And being part of music ensembles at the University of Delaware, you don't need to be a music major to be in any of the outstanding mm-hmm. ensembles that we've got. And that really helps us recruit the best students to our campus. Great. Well, George and Don, it's been a pleasure having you here. I invite our listeners to check out DelawareArtsAlliance.org slash events to register for the upcoming Arts Lab on Friday, October 3rd. Thanks for joining us.